Welcome to the Big Footy Podcast. My name is Bonds. Joining me today, we have Swans Rule. Hey, how you going? And Luke Parker, number one. Hey, boys. Well, Luke Parker, number one, actually making his debut. So, welcome, Luke. Always, always happy. Yeah, you get a round of <laughs> applause. The Thank finals boys. debut. Um, that hasn't happened since Thanks, Richard boys. Hadley, I don't think. Thanks, boys. Now, it's been a very good um, news week so far for us Swans fans. We've had Callum Mills win the Rising Star. Suck it, Essendon fans. Fantastic. Fantastic news. Deserved it. Deserved it. I won money on it. You won money? Oh, how much did you win? About 1500 How much did Dave win? Well, next game in in Melbourne, you can shout us all a drink now. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Hopefully after a celebration on the first week of October. And, of course, exactly. an even bigger achievement, in my opinion, five All-Australian selections. Congratulations to Kennedy, Hannabree, Parker, Franklin, and Swans Rule. Do you remember the last player? Uh, Rampy? Yes, correct. <laughs> yes. That's the most we've ever had in one season, I believe. Yes, it's the most we've ever had in one season, and I'm pretty confident I can hear SM screaming and complaining that Grundy did not even get a nomination. Uh, Even he is livid. No, everyone should be. He he deserves to at least be in the squad of 40, and I would would take Rance or Talia out, Grundy in. No hesitation to do that. Uh, he wasn't in my. He wasn't in my. He wasn't in my side. So I, I, I didn't have a problem with him missing. He should have been in the squad. Didn't forty. Robbie uh, Tarrant. How many defenders you want? How many? How many defenders do you want to take? Take Tarrant out. Grundy. In. Oh, Tarrant was just as good though. To be uh, fair, Grundy played one twenty-one out of twenty-two matchups in the best defense in the league that he leads. He deserves an All-Australian night. He, he deserves... I, I believe he did deserve it this year, but that being said, I don't know how many players you can have from the one team. Six may have been pushing it just a little bit. That oh, being said, the main we, board we, melt. We should have had close to 22, to be honest. Really. Geelong, he, got, Geelong got eight. Yeah, but Geelong didn't eight, Geelong win 21 out of 22 matches that year? Yeah, true. So true. We, we, almost, we almost did that. We only lost like three games by about a point. <laughs> That's true. I think I don't know. It was a good. It was a good effort to get all five in. Um, and not a bad yeah. team uh, overall, really. It's pro- you're never going to make everyone happy with it anyway. So exactly. Yeah. I was just glad Rampy got in. That's the main thing. I think yeah. he deserved it. Uh, Rampy getting That's in always good. was yeah, Rampy deserved it. Insane. How how bad do you reckon the Western Bulldogs would be feeling right now for rejecting him all those years ago? Well, I mean, if you're the Western Bulldogs, how bad do you feel anyway? You haven't done anything since dinosaurs rode the earth, so <laughs> you, you care. You missed it on Rampy. You could have had the Reeds. Not, not there much. Job, you, you had you had runner up in the Rising Star this week. Your highest paid player is a potato, so <laughs> uh, plays in the reserves. Well, yeah, if you're a dog fan, I. I question your sanity, to be honest. Really, 
No, I, I question the sanity of any Richmond fan. Um, even Ruse had to start pointing out that their club is an absolute mess today. And um, his well, farewell speech to Melbourne. Live through some success. They're just having a bad end to their life. But, <laughs> yeah, any kid that starts going for Richmond now should be, you know, their parents should step in and intervene, I think, quite clearly. Because that was a joke. And it doesn't make yeah. sense because they're so big off the field and they've got everything that you could possibly want. But Their facilities right. are amazing as well. I know that from experience. Did you see that team? They just picked a team of players they missed out on in the draft. It was actually a pretty star-studded team. <laughs> oh, to, to, to be fair, like, I mean, the, the, one, the one that they keep going on about is Tambling. And Tambling before that draft was almost the number one player. So I, I don't blame them that draft. Uh, I think I think they've made some blues though. But every club has. I mean, look at our. I mean, I mean, I know we've got a good side right now. But look at how many first round picks we we butchered. Yeah, we saved our best I mean, selections for the rookie draft. Yeah, well, and, and we, late, I guess. I mean, what's the well, point? Well, is... Parker went in the third round. You know, you had Ramp. He went late. Nick Smith went late. You know. I'm pretty confident. We all told to I mean, scout. Everyone keeps. Everyone keeps going on about our Heaney and Mills and all them, but really that's only two players. I mean, the rest of us, they've all been players that everyone was a, was able to pick up. We don't have, like, if you think about it, um, first round selections in our current team, like, you've got Gary Rowan, who was number six and has had a yeah. fairly bad yeah. run with injury, to say the least. Um, yeah. We've got yeah. Lance Franklin, McVay. who was a former number one pick. McVeigh. Um, Heaney and Mills. Well, was Buddy. Buddy was pick five. Mitchell. Yeah. Tom Mi- Mitchell. Tom, Tom Mitchell. Mitchell as well. That's six. And that's Mitchell it. Mitchell was like yeah. 19 or whatever, wasn't he? Mitchell? was yeah. a father son, so what, yeah. what, what, what are we... What are he we was a father out? son and a first round pick. Before they fucked around the rules. Look, considering yeah. we had a trade bet, I think we compete quite well against Richmond, so... Well, if Richmond, Richmond weren't that far I, off. If you actually think about no, it, the the, the the Cobras under twelves will compete well against Richmond. Hampton Rovers reserves will beat Richmond. I'm pretty confident on that right now. They dished out what they dished out to us last week. Now, there, the now speaking anyway. of last week, um, is anyone here a little bit concerned that we've essentially had two buys going in the finals? Not really. I think the Richmond game was about getting. Confidence and fitness, it's neither here nor there to me. Essentially um, that was a bit of a side for us, so it was nice to we actually put the foot down and played three and a half quarters. We, I know we eased up a little bit and then Cochin suddenly emerged once the fizz was right out of the game. He stood up, but um, that doesn't bother me. The, the week's by bothers me as a fan because I think it was stupid. Um, but I suspect that week off's going to be more detrimental maybe to the team's win the um, finals this week and then get another week off. We might see that come into play in the prelims a little bit. It could be the year you sneak it from fifth, like an Adelaide Crows type team um, who has to play four finals to win it, but pretty good and good enough to be top four all year. Can't see it. Can't see anyone outside of the four winning. I think Adelaide, Adelaide were benefited by their draw and they're also benefited by the world's best injury list I've ever seen. And they've just, just come, copped a few late 
that um that hurt them. I, mean, I would actually argue that. I would argue. By all meant it's the rest period makes it more likely a team outside the top four. I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if someone outside the top four might win, it might be West Coast. Because if you look at the if you look at the sides that are in the top four, none of them have star ruckman anyway. So they're not gonna they're not gonna go into a ruck and get pantsed in the ruck just because just because Nick and Nat's not there. Now I, I call Nate Smith a star ruckman. Sorry? I definitely which call Nate Smith on the way to becoming a star yeah. ruckman. Who, who's not a, who, which teams don't have a star ruckman, did you say? I don't think anyone in the top four do. I think they're, I think they're very what? solid. What about Tippett? I don't think anyone in the top four do. <laughs> oh, t- yeah, t- Tippett's not back to his best, though. What about Mumford? Yeah, if he stays on the park. Well, he's not taking annual leave, is he? I don't think he's there. Yeah. Uh, and, and Smith and, um, what's his name? Geelong go all right. They're no better than uh, what West West Coast have. I mean, West Coast West have Coast, nicer than West Coast. Like, 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 too. They might beat the doggies, but Geelong or Hawthorne will thrash it. Uh, maybe. Uh, I've, I've seen. Uh, I don't think Hawthorne are playing that well. I think if, if Geelong get past the, uh, let's just call it the Stevic factor, um, then I mean, I'd, I'd give West Coast a chance. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna go in favourites, but I'd give them a chance. The only issue West Coast will have is that then they've got to then play away again to make to make it. So I give them a chance. I give them a chance. I I I, I, just, I don't have Adelaide any any hope, but I've got West Coast as some hope. I, I I just think that the winner will come out. The winner will come out out of the um out of the um, top three. I, I don't know. Um, I'd personally, I think Adelaide are more. I'd be more worried about playing Adelaide than West Coast. Just from my opinion, they had a slip up last week, but their form hasn't been too bad. But we'll, in regards to we we're mentioning injuries before. Um, probably the best piece of news to come out all week: Alex Johnson up and running again, which is well marvelous to see. The smile on his face and the fact that all the players came in to watch was superb. It's a nice little boost going into the finals because I think uh, yeah. clearly a popular player in the group uh, and popular with the fans. Uh, and I think um, that's just a, a feel-good story. It's really about quality of life and fitness and health. And if he can get back to any sort of footy, that's a, that's a bonus. And I hope he does because he, he's a, cl- a classy player. But, um, yeah, I think that's just heartwarming for anyone Swans related. Because what's it been, like 900-odd days since he's run? or 906. It's just crazy when you watch that 2012 grand final. He has the last kick, I think, and it's like that's his pretty much his last kick in the seniors. Since then, yeah. he hasn't hasn't done it. I think did he get injured in the seniors game? From he got injured in the first preseason game. I think he took a mark and then fell NAB Cup, didn't he? Yeah, he took a mark and fell. Was that the second? That's time? right. Oh yeah, oh, no, no, that was the second. He did it in the preseason game the first time, though, as well. Yeah. It's just... Crazy. And the second time he did it was in a reserves match. The only positive that's, that's ever come from it is that I don't think we would have seen Dane Rampy necessarily become what he's become. Um, but a wannabe just, porn star? 
with that muscle. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that, with that screw. He's definitely got the swagger of a born star. I'll give him that both uh, on and off the field. He's, he's got his future career all mapped out. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> there are so many bad things we can say right now. We've got Moist for Mills, Horny for Ramping up, pop, uh, ramping up, rampy. Yeah, let's just not go down. What's Franklin's? Fucking Franklin's. <laughs> no, <laughs> I could go worse. <laughs> Look, we may as well get into um this week's match. We're playing a team that's got a bigger flog than Sam Mitchell and Toby Green. Um, well, yeah. yeah, shit, yeah. Looks a that little bit like an oyster, if you ask me, but I'm sure. Well, most punchable head in the AFL. Do you They've got a few, someone a few on that list. They've been turds since they came no, into the league. No. Toby Cates, the gold medal, the silver medal, and the bronze. Yeah. His head's that big. But he, he's a dangerous little bastard to play against. Well, we've got to, I'll tell you what, if we don't keep him in check this week, we, we're going to get our pants full down. Because... That's that's why I'm and I'm sure we'll get into changes a bit later. I would, even though he's only had half a reserves game, I would consider Jones. Look, if, you, I wouldn't if, risk if it. you're willing to drop Cunningham, I'll consider anyone. So that's um, the only the yeah. only player I can see Jones replacing would be Cunningham because this week I'm pretty confident is going to be Mills in Marshall. It seems the most likely because. If you're trying to guess what horse will do. And a few weeks ago, I would have thought Benny McGlynn wouldn't survive, but I think you can't drop him after a five-goal No, you can't. game. But I'm worried about it, Ben McGlynn it, in a final. You can't, yeah. Look, you can't drop him after after five goals, but let's cut to the chase here. It was Richmond. He looked he looked all right against North, too. Like He looked a little bit more back. I don't know. He looked I, okay I, against North. He looked okay against North. I think North. he looked pretty good against I, North Melbourne. I think he's had a shit year when he's played, largely. But I think Longmire sees him as best 22, so I don't think he's going to drop him. And he's definitely not well, going to drop I, him I on five goals. Put it this way, I'd, I'd want him in, it, at his best, I'd want him in the team in the finals. Oh, yeah, but at best, like the best, I'll, I'll put How much closer Rick could he be to his best right now? He just kicked five bloody goals. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, probably is. five goals against Richmond. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and I, I hope I, I I just hope it wasn't just because it was Richmond. No, I, mean, I think credit to him. He looked good against North. I I wouldn't. Drop yeah. Him. Well, I didn't. Um, I, to, to be fair, I didn't see a lot of the North game. I I saw the second bit of the North game because I was at the races. Where's your loyalty? Fuck. Yeah, priorities, man. Priorities. Uh, my, my my loyalty was winning was winning the winning the quaddy that day. <laughs> Did you win the quaddy? Yes. Okay, that's all right then. Now, speaking of this game coming up this weekend, obviously, let's just move back on. I'm just gonna name some players, and I just like for GWS, and I just like to get your opinion on how we match up against them because. In the past with GWS, especially over the last few seasons, it's we've been pretty hot and cold. And I'll be honest, I'm a little bit worried, especially going by the mid-season performance we had against them this week. 
So, first player, what do we do about Tom's Gully? I believe he's a bit of a barometer for GWS, and when he's up and going, they're very hard to beat. So Don't know if anyone is like, quick as Scully for a start. Um, to run we can... Um, uh, I, maybe Kieran Jack could be an option. It depends on how depends on how outside you want Jack to play, though. Would you play a head-to-head, or do you use a pure tag? Like, they've got a pretty I damn good midfield. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tag Scully. I, th- I think I, I would be tagging... I, I think... I, I, Agree that Scully's important, but I think Dylan Shield is what makes that midfield. I think uh, without if you if you, uh, if you shut important. down you shut down Shield, you shut down a lot of their quality ball inside fifty. I think on Scully, I would be paying close attention at the stoppages. I'd be trying to stop his ruck, but I wouldn't have one player out there on him all the time and. You just want to stop him getting yeah. on those runs. So you want you want to be beaten into him a bit. And he doesn't strike me as Mr. September, to be honest. I think if anyone's going to have the occasion to get to him, it's going to be you've him. Got to, you've got to win the clearances. I mean, if you look at um, – I mean, Scully played fantastic the last time we played them. But yeah, we, we got, got absolutely killed in the clearances. We got, we got killed in the clearances. That's where we lost it. We didn't lose well, it because Tom Scully was kicking goals. We lost goals it because from, Tipper got out, injured. Out, Rowan got injured. Yeah. And we lost the yeah, clearances. We had the Rose who can't kick 20 metres. And I, I think uh, that Callum Sinclair with his concrete boots on can't ruck for shit. So we ended up just letting Mumford give first use of the ball to their midfielders and it ballooned out. So they got lucky. They caught us on a good day. Well done. Yep, but yep, I, I'm not sure. I respect yep. them to a degree, but everyone's worried for wrong reasons, I think. I think this is – Tom Scully doesn't bother me at all, to be honest. How about Shane uh, I, think, I, I think I've got I've got three four four players that I really worry about. One is one is the punchable head. I think Bonds is running. I, 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 you know, only because I just don't think we've got anyone that matches up really well to Green. I think um, we can match uh, up Crowbar to head. Crutch to the head. Give me a cricket bat. Sorry, what do you say, Swan's Rule? I thought you were Give going me to the next bet. player. <laughs> yeah, well, the next player I was going to suggest is um, how do you guys feel about Naismith and Tippett against Mumford? Tippett's fitness is a obviously a bit of a concern um, in terms of match fitness, but hopefully he got better each week for the runner, and I'd like to see him do a bit more forward um, that he has in the week back, yeah. but that'll, that'll come with time. Got into good positions against like, Richmond, um, but... Everyone was having a ping, so just didn't suit him. I mean, you guys, um, well, you guys hated the bye. The bye came at a good time for Tippett. I think Tippett needed more match fitness, if anything. It would be nice yeah. to see him line up in the uh, Yeah, but, like, I mean, what, after, what a layoff, party, after, after a long layoff, after a long layoff, you'd you might need a, you might need a week off just to freshen up a little bit. I don't mind it. They even I, said I he could have um, he could have even played two. He could have even played I, the week before he came back. It's just he couldn't because we couldn't raise him off the injury list. It has only been seven weeks. Yeah. He, yeah. If anyone needed weeks, tip it, I hope he had a nice training session last week because he just needs yeah running. Well, he ran. Um, he ran. Yeah. I think I think I heard he ran well t- today. Today at training. So. Um, yeah. They didn't even train today. It was a day off. Oh, was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? Yeah, he ran, he ran yesterday. well there, boss. 
he might have run around the car park or something. I think um, think Tipper's the best ruckman on the ground on the weekend if they're all fully fit. I think Tipper's a better ruckman than Mumford. And I know Mumford's a really good ruckman. I think Naismith's and Tipper combined, if they're fully fit, will will be too much for Mumford and and GWS to handle. But that that comes down a little bit to how Tipper's playing. And we haven't seen them combine with Tipper fully fit yet, with Naismith maybe taking the back seat in the ruck because Tipper is still the number one ruckman and he plays better as the number one ruckman, but is he fit enough to do yeah. it? I don't know. The one thing the one thing I'd like to see happen would be Tippett taking the first bounce. I, I always I always think with Tippett getting his hands on the ball early, regardless of what it is, is important. Is well, like any ball, play. table tennis, cricket ball. <laughs> no, he's, uh, so was, he's a bit of a confidence player. Yeah, he is. I agree with that. No, what do you think, when he, when, Yeah, I'd agree when with he's that. He's up and running. Yep. It'll be interesting to see if we can, one, get Tippett up and running. The other area I do worry a little bit about with GWS is... And, this is being said because we've had the number one defense all year. I like. I'd be pretty happy if we can avoid too many one-on-one matchups because I just believe um, with their defense, we're going to most likely be isolated. I think Grundy's going to have to play on Patton. I wouldn't want Grundy playing on Cameron running up the field. So no, that'll leave. Randy will go to Cameron. Randy will go to Cameron. Who That's goes to Lob? That'll be Alia. Um, Alia. Ali and I reckon he matches up well because he's he got a, he's got a fan, fantastic vertical jump. That's going to be a big play. difference this time. At yeah, least at least this time we don't have at least this time we don't have Ted Richards giving up five goals. No, that's Pat's true. So, but against crap, Cameron's been average for about eight weeks. He had one good game against Brisbane, I think, but he hasn't. Done They've a been lot. playing him up if the field. One, They've been moving him up the field player, and trying free up one space. I'm worried about is Cameron. Well, you're worried about you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. In the forward line, Cameron. It's not. It's not Patton. Patton can't kick. What do you mean, Patton can't kick? You'd be one of the best set shots in the AFL. Only he missed though. Jonathan Patton. He's not going to get. He's not going to get ten chances against us. Well, he might. He had six sides on the side of the boot on the weekend. I hope he doesn't. If he gets ten, we're getting we're getting absolutely walloped. <laughs> yeah, but if any team isolates any defence one on one, they're going to kick goals. It's, it's all about yeah. team. Yeah. And and he can kick straight. This year he's kicked thirty four goals, fifteen, and he's coming yeah. to form at the right time of the year. He he just looks like the sort of player who could tear tear AFL apart. Let's be honest. He just I don't know. It's not to quote Dane yeah, Wayne he... Russell because he's an idiot, but he sort of looks like Tarzan and plays like Jane a little bit sometimes. I think, yeah. but of late. I've been really superb. impressive, but I just hope it's yeah. because they played some shit teams. Yeah. The other one I'd be pretty happy with no, Grundy yeah. on Patton anyway. Yeah. I think he's a good matchup for him. And yeah, Cam- yeah. Cameron exactly yeah. hasn't exactly been playing bad football. They've been using him in a different role. So they've been moving him up the field to try and free up space in defense for players like Cameron to actually take a mark and get a goal, because um, at times this year, it, especially when they're running forwards, when GWS have been running forward, they haven't been clearing out their forward line too quickly, so they were kicking it long, and they had Patton, Cameron, Lobb, Johnson, who, whilst he's a medium-sized forward, 
still can jump up for a mark. Mumford, when he rests up forward, all leaping for the same ball, which caused problems. Yeah. So they made a change about seven or eight weeks ago, which has worked for him at times, where they've forced Cameron to lead up and create space behind him for Patton to go in. Yeah. Especially no, because Patton's a better set shot at goal than Cameron. Cameron's been yeah. good. I should, have, should correct myself. Uh, he's just coming off all Australian sort of level. He hasn't been as damaging or worrying as, as more. Yeah. But you he's are still right. He's, he's, still, he's, still cooked, he's still kicked almost 50 goals, though. Oh, he, hasn't had, he, hasn't had a shock, he hasn't had a shocking season. He's got, I think he got 49 goals from memory. He's a great player. Yeah. I think it'll come down to... I think... As talented as Pat Cameron and Lobar. The other, the other, the other, I agree with you, Swanson. It does come down to whether we can actually control the midfield. And control Stevie J and Green, though. They're talented. Yeah. Gee, this Luke Parker over the top. The other player is Devin Smith. Devin Smith's another one. I'm not too worried about Devin Smith. Devin Smith can piss off. Cocky little shit. The whole team's full of cocky little shit. Yeah. And what the fuck is that giant mascot in the shitty colours? Not to go off the point, but Jesus Christ. It looks like a bloke that goes for the mascara. Yeah. No, look, I think Stevie J will be be pivotal. He's got the finals experience yes. and he's a big game player. There's no doubt about that. I would have um, loved absolutely. Rampy to be able to play on Stevie J this weekend. Yeah. That would have been but, ideal. But, but is that an argument to keep Marsh in the team then? Can Marsh take a tall player and free ramp? I wouldn't feel comfortable with Marsh trying to take a tall player. Whilst he's uh, 190 centimetres and he's an okay grab overhead, he doesn't play tall and he isn't great on body on body contact generally. No, that's, and Rampy's played tall all why, year, so he's that, not going to switch up. Yeah. yeah. So I think well, Stevie J will have that's to be. That's why I would consider Jones. To do what? Would you? Well, he, he could play on, um, on one of those players up down back. Jeez, Jones on with Stevie only J. one game back from injury on Stevie J, I'd be terrified of that. I think Nick Smith's going to have to play on him. Nick Smith will have to play on Stevie J. Devin Smith, yeah. I think Cunningham isn't actually a bad matchup for. He's got the speed to go with him. Yeah, and then you've got Mills, oh, well, hopefully well, either Luce well, or least, Toby Green. Yeah. At, least, at least Devin Smith won't kill us, even though the Cunningham do nothing. Uh, Cunningham, I think, is... Vastly underrated on our board. He hasn't been as bad as everyone says he's been this year. I think he's been look, useful. Look, Cunningham can play and Cunningham can run. My problem with Cunningham is that he he's scared. If he gets under pressure, he just turns around and snaps the ball over his head and he turns it over. So if he wants to yeah. take the game on and use his pace, which he has, I actually like always like Cunningham forward. To be honest, I don't think there's a spot for him there, but he's a good mark for his size. Well, I don't. Um, I don't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind him playing on Scully. As a winger, wouldn't have but the I know endurance. They won't do I don't think he's tagged. He wouldn't have the endurance. Cunningham's a sprinter, yeah, know, and he wouldn't know, have the aerobic endurance. I know they're not going to do it this week. I'm realistic. They're not going to do it this week. But I don't mind him playing on on a player like that. Cunningham isn't great for tagging because whilst he'd do a good job for maybe a quarter or so, he'd run out of puff. He's good with yeah. one or two efforts, but he can't make repeat efforts. His body just isn't built that way. That's the reason why we don't see him as yeah. more of a midfielder and he's a bit more of a flanker. Yeah. We can't use him on someone, especially like Scully, who would just run laps all day and not even get puffed. Talking about what um, they're going to have to stop, which I think is, is more important, like 
obviously there's Buddy, but I think Gary Rowan of late and the space he's worked in and the pace and just the X factor he's bringing to that side, it's a big final series for him because I know we all shat the bed in 2014 as a team, but he in particular, he sort of went missing after they have coming off a good prelim. Uh, he, he sort of informed finally, had a nice consistent run. He could have a cherry ripe for a really good final series. I think it'd be he provides a lot of a dangerous matchups there down there. I think he'll be hard to stop if we get using well. I actually um, think GWS have a really good matchup for him and Nick Haynes. Yeah. Oh, true. True. I didn't think about him. So that, that shows what I know. But I think um, I think we get Rowan going and he wins his matchup. That'll go a long way to us winning the game. And I'm pretty excited to see, hopefully, XR and um, I guess all of those guys, XR, Papley, Hewitt, uh, Mills, to a lesser extent, he's sort of got class written all over him. But those guys who are inexperienced, because people look at us as this experienced side against GWS, but we've got quite a few guys making their finals debut or haven't played many finals yeah. at all. And it's going to be, you know, can Papley step up in a final? Can Hewitt contribute? Can Aaliyah keep his cool? And can XR, you know, kick his couple of goals a game still in the finals? Because, um, yeah, if, if they do that, then I think our, we're a four to five goal better side. But Actually, pressure gets to them. Uh, final siren on the main board today. Um, if our listeners don't know who Final Siren is, here's the guy that did Squiggle, um, which is quite potentially the greatest um, AFL prediction device it's the most of all time. AFL statistic page in in the, in the world, I think. Yep. Um, but he does all the stuff with Squiggle. But he came up. Only. Yep. Um, he came up with a, um, another statistic today that he posted up. Um, GWS's top 10 contributors to their team are all have an average higher age than our team, which is quite scary. Most of our contributors are between the ages of 23 to 28, and GWS has got quite a few older contributors which have pushed up their age, such as the likes of Mumford and Steve Johnson. And... Mm. Shaw as well, so. Oh, if if Longwell lets Heath Shaw run around and get forty bloody t- unchecked behind the ball, I'll, I'll throw a brick through the fucking TV. I tell you, but I, just don't let him off the leash. He sets up so much play for the side. Who would you have on Heath Shaw this weekend? Oh, you almost got to tag Hewitt. him in the in the bloody forward. Like, yeah, Hewitt. Yeah, Hewitt, George Hewitt, because he's such a good tackler. George, yeah. What about yeah. you, Bob? George Hewitt. Would you have? I'd love to see. Um, I think they're gonna force Nick Haynes on the Gary Rowan, but if we can get Gary Rowan matched up on Heath Shaw, that would be that would be ideal because we can burn him in the other direction, and he'd have the pace know. to make sure Shaw can't get I don't out. Know. An open I wouldn't want. Area. I wouldn't want Rowan burnt out by having to just sit on Shaw and sit on Shaw. If Rowan doesn't have an long. impact and Heath Shaw doesn't have an impact, that's a win for us. Every if day of the week. If you can isolate I'd Rowan or Shaw in a marking contest, Rowan's going to win. And if Shaw has to be accountable for Rowan, he can't run off and create the play. It'd be, so, the, it'd be the perfect matchup for us. I agree. Whether we can facilitate it. The other one that might be uh, an option would be McGlynn. No, I wouldn't trust McGlynn. No. McGlynn, hopefully we can keep a little bit. And he can just have that energy impact. Yeah. On the game, I really like what McVeigh's doing forward of the centre at the moment, setting up some play rather than being at the back line as well. I think that would be important. Yeah. And the North Melbourne game sort of showed me a little bit. I, I sort of noticed Kieran Jack's impact more from him having a week off. 
than being in the team, as stupid as that sounds, because sometimes... He was, uh, he, was play, he, was, he was playing sore for about six weeks. And he, he was still having an feet, Shits me off, but when he's not there, we do miss him. He's a good player. Neither, neither can Hanbury. Yeah, Hanbury gets more, more of the buys, more of an impact to Kieran Jack. That's, we'll forgive him for that. And he's good mates with Oh, kicking's kick, not a prerequisite for the Swans midfield, let's face it. Like, uh, just get exactly, the ball and thumb the exactly. forward. And, and exactly. Buddy can't mark anyway, so just get it near him and he'll, he'll do the reps. That's as simple as that. He's going to be uh, critical. That, that matchup between him and um, Davis, who I can't stand, is going to be absolutely critical. We need to... We need to Clear the fifty a bit more and give Buddy a bit of space to lead. I think we can beat Davis on the lead. Um, but if it's Davis uh, has surprisingly bombing good it, bombing it in, bombing it in like we did last time, they will eat it up for dinner. Davis actually has surprisingly good closing speed, um, which he does. Is it he's good off he's good off the start of the mark, but if you can keep your repeat efforts on him, that's when you can catch him out. So if we can get Buddy up the ground and then streaming back towards goal, that's when I think he's gonna have an impact over Davis. I'd be yeah. very worried if we oh, can yeah. get into a one on one contest or if we're trying to get him flat out in a lead off the forward line. That yeah, isn't gonna work for us. But, but we don't have Buddy put him under the ball to try and run off him as well, because he sometimes gets caught up trying to do that. I've liked how he sort of yeah. drifted um, further up the ground of late. The next has played deep and taken the grabs. So I don't know. I think I think you play to your strengths. It'll oh. come down to the midfield, as you said, Bonds. Um, it allowed you know Will Parker, Kennedy, Hanbury, Mitchell, and Jack, and, and that get on top of their midfield and it's the game. And that the ruck battle in the midfield will decide it. I think at the end of the day, I respect them. I think they're a nice fast matchup. They're probably the most difficult matchup for us in the top four. In some sense, but I expect to win the game. I'm pretty confident. I don't know about you guys. No, I'd expect to. Um, what are your final predictions for this weekend, everyone? Look, I think the divided um, tip it is, is, is fit, and they we, we win the ruck because I think it'll come down to the clearances, and I think whoever wins the clearances will more than likely win. I think the Swans will win by four goal. Um, the ground factor is. Is what it is. I, I think the ground's actually more of a just a, a safety sort of hazard in terms of yeah. So, and, and that's a shame we're not playing at a ground we've played at at some stage this year, but it is they haven't played there either. So hopefully they'll be overawed. I actually don't think GWS will be overawed. I think to give them credit, I think they've got quite a nice maturity about them for a young list. Um, but I still expect us to get on top in the midfield and have a bit too much firepower. Up forward, so four four goal wins. My prediction: three Luke? and a half, three and a half for me. About about twenty points. I believe we'll win by about thirty points. Anyways, everyone, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Swans Big Footy Podcast. We'll be back next week, hopefully celebrating a good win. Thank you and good night.